This episode of Neighbours is supported by Beamly, the social and content network for TV. Check out Beamly.com. Hello, welcome to Neighbours. We are live from the PirateNet studios and this is the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We watch the five most recent episodes and then we break them down. I'm Vaya. I'm CJ. Okay, we're, we're gathering our feelings of grief. We put dad cop to rest this week. It was a very emotional week. So we will touch on that. Firstly, though, I want to give away, I keep fi- I keep getting my hands on Neighbours merchandise. Yeah. It's only every 10 and 5 years that Neighbours releases stuff. Yeah. So this is like, this is, run with it. Exactly. So we it's have. It's going to be another five years. We've got the Neighbours 30 year anniversary CD. Wow. And like, not many people have CDs anymore. So What's the first track? Tell me what the first track is. Original Neighbours theme song. Oh, of course. Why would I be thinking That's on else? disc one. It's a two-disc bonanza. Wow. It's music from the iconic Australian TV series. Okay, give me another number. A number from one to 17. Uh, num- number 12. Okay. We have Born to Try, Delta Goodra. <laughs> <laughs> number 12. That is only 12 in. Like, think of all of the little nuggets of, of joy we have. <laughs> if that's only 12 in. All right. Um, now, what's number one on the second CD? The 2015 Neighbours theme song. <laughs> How many theme songs is on there? Imagine cruising down the road to that. Windows down. Oh, that would be great. Oh, I've told you George's song is on here. Oh, yeah, George's. Yeah. You can also buy that on iTunes. Great. But yeah. don't buy you don't, well, you don't need to buy it. No, no. You can you win it. You can win it. All <laughs> you need to do. Don't spend the dollar, kids. <laughs> There's uh, a CD here. So just drop us an email, neighbourspod at gmail.com. Tell us you want to win it and give us your details. And I'm going to draw someone in two podcasts' time. This is a bargain, kids, at free. It's a bargain. <laughs> and CDs. It's re- it's really retro. Yeah, you very... probably get it at the Brick-A-Brack store. So, yeah, it's totally hipster. Yeah, yeah. So we'll jump into the episode. And look, we're, we're recording at night time, which we don't normally do again. Yeah. We're a bit loopy. And CJ just before described Hugh, Jackson, Hugh Jackman <laughs> to me as the guy that p- sometimes plays the wolf. <laughs> And you know what? I've never seen an X-Men movie. So that was the silly. Like, I, there was so many other things. You're like, who's that guy that plays a wolf? Yeah, he, he plays a wolf. So look, this could go anywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's take it back to, to episode 7091. Georgia. No, they're so spoilery, these blurbs. I want to read the blurbs, the publicity blurbs. But yeah. they tell the whole the whole plot. Yeah. It's like too much. When we get to Fridays, it's like it gave away the whole week. It gave away the cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll just jump straight in. Now. It's getting exciting at Erinsborough Hospital mm. because there's a mining magnate who's yeah. getting treatment there. Now, I've got an issue with my Foxtel unit and I've missed the first 10 minutes oh, of two episodes this week. really upsetting. It is really upsetting. And I have to just jump in yeah. because I'm trying to watch it live. Yes. Anyone that knows me knows this is, a, this is a trauma for me to get there at 6.30. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not like I have a lot on. And... um. But so I didn't really hear about this. But what's her name? This, so this, um... They're calling her Janine Morgan, but clearly it's Gina Reinhardt. Yeah. And so Gina Reinhardt, inverted, I'm holding up my air yeah. quotes here. We're just going to call her Gina. So let's Gina just say. has decided to get some elective surgery. Or... Yeah. Yeah. At Erinsborough. Yeah. Yeah. That that's where you'd go. Well, I guess she's trying to be incognito. I know, but that's really incognito. That's... Like that's dangerous for her <laughs> health. It's really off the grid. Yeah. Like, so... I hope they've got the, the the stroke stockings on her. Do they even know about them? So the nurses are just casually chatting about this at the nurse's station. Yeah. And I think Imogen overhears this while she's checking in for her appointment with her uncle, 
Right, she's, that's not okay. No, she's there to have a, a medical checkup with her uncle because last week she was down a well. Oh, yeah. I guess you got to check that out. Just make sure she's in good she, nick. She did almost die down there yeah. several times. But, ew, if I'm 18, you know, you could ask special you, – your body's developing. You've yeah. got to use it in new and special ways. You yeah. don't want to go to your uncle. you got to get you got to get com- open conversations about your body. Yes. And how it connects with your life. Yeah. So, word of advice – Pick a new doctor. Even Carl, to be honest. <laughs> anyone. Even anyone. Or at least ask Carl to recommend someone else. Yeah, maybe that – you remember that shunky doctor that ruined George's throat? Where's she? Yeah. She'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> and Susan's there. She's getting an MS checkup. Yeah, with her husband? No, because you know why? Carl went to London without her. Yeah. That's right. Um, so firstly, that's a really uh, terrible prize that they won at the Bake Off. Yeah. But- One ticket. Totally on character for Carl, though, that he would go by himself. Yeah, he like, didn't he, offer it to Susan. No way. But, like, many people would say, oh, should we should we pay and, and book for you to No, nah. not Carl. Not Carl. Because, <laughs> yeah, I used to work somewhere where we'd give away co- prizes and run competitions mm. and that were a bit more elaborate than the Two Discs Neighbours CD. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Are you saying there's something better out there than this CD? <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, your mileage may vary. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, for example, we might have given away a trip to Paris. <gasps> wow. For, for, like, four days. And the I per- think I'd give up my Neighbours CD for <laughs> a trip to Paris. But, you know, that's just you. That's yeah. not everyone. <laughs> it's not. And so what happened – and so that person might – tack on two extra days at the end of that trip. Yeah. And, you know. Or they might invite someone to come. Yeah. Or they might upgrade well, also, the flight or something. Also, it's always two tickets. It's always a yeah. trip for two. It's never one ticket. And Naomi, also, whatever flight centre deal you did you for know the what? festival. Naomi probably like made it happen that way so that Susan got a break. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, if she's not being constantly harassed by Carl in the bedroom, she's being harassed by him in other ways. Yeah, it probably yeah. was two tickets, but Susan just said to Naomi, just pretend you only won one. Yeah. Get a let refund. Him t- let him take another doctor from the hospital or something. <laughs> they don't need more more doctors there. Okay, now he's at this point, Georgia and Dr. Nick slash Dr. Dick mm. get called into the nurse unit manager's office because yep. there's been a complaint filed and turns out Georgia's filed it against Dr. Dick because mm-hmm. he's been booking a secret room. Yeah, to treat Paul. Paul, because he's given him fake cancer. No, you have an excellent name for it. Vokemia. Vokemia. <laughs> Vokemia. And he's got to give him chemo that he doesn't need. Now, like, sorry, do you really think he's giving him chemo or is he giving him something that makes you sick? Oh, that's a good question. Because I'm really worried about this. Because I thought he was just giving him chemo. Because chemo's poison. Right. Because it's trying to fight the disease. It's trying to kill the disease. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you only ever want to take chemo if the only other option is cancer. Yes. Right? So it's really bad. What's he giving him that's making him throw up all week? Well, I'm just thinking, like, sometimes if I have too many of, like, one vitamin, it makes me sick. So maybe there's something like that. He's a doctor. He knows this stuff. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, So, yeah. I'm very worried. (laughs) Because (laughs) my Paul is not feeling well. Look, he's not in great shape. No, No. And I don't often feel sorry for him, but I got there this week. Yeah, but like in standard Paul fashion, Dr. Dick has had to treat him secretly. Yeah. Because Paul will not have anyone know. No, and he's booked that one room. So basically the nurse unit manager's office is also where they had the blood drive last week, the week before. And I think it's also where Dr. Dick's secretly treating Paul. Yeah, it's not really a big hospital. No. It's more like a clinic. So it's quite fair that they're worried that someone's booking out their only room. Keep in mind this is the same hospital that had um, dead cop through surgery. Oh, yeah. And then he just died. 
Yeah, because there was no doctors. Carl was in London. It yeah. was just left to Georgia. And then poor Georgia had to tell the family. Yeah. Like she was pushed into it still. She, so had she, to. she should have been suspended back then. Yeah. And they should have, like a doctor should have gone out first. For sure. Like not let her go out. No. All she did was like put a clipboard on the table. She should have said, I know these people. If I go out there, I'm going to tell them. So can you go tell them first? Yeah, they're very um, sensitive to your own, like the fact that they know people in yeah. the community and they can't do so. Yeah. But anyway, so another dark day for Aaronsborough Hospital. As always. Mm. Now, there's also a counter complaint against Georgia mm. because it turns out there's been a Facebook post mm. and she's revealed on her Facebook that Gina Reinhardt is staying at their hospital and has breached confidentiality. And it was like, I'm so excited to be treating. It wasn't George's words at all. You yeah. Know? It's as if yeah, you'd be at least coy about it if you're like, oh, someone important at the hospital. Exactly. Today. So she's suspended. Bang, straight away, suspended. Yeah. Obviously, Dr. Dick has set her up. Mm, clearly. I'm assuming someone's reported this Facebook status to the hospital. I'm concerned that not any other neighbor on the street saw her post that and ring her straight away and go, hey, um, you may want to delete that. Well, they're not that into social media no, true. on the street. Like, they've still got the search engine. Yeah. Like, they don't know much about what's and going the, on. Unless I don't, I don't Susan's even, not on the social media. Yeah, I don't even think they have Facebook on their phones. No. Like, I don't even think they called it Facebook, actually. She no. just said online. Yeah, they don't They don't use the names. Like, they no. have search engine or, like, Bookface yeah. and stuff. But they don't have, <laughs> they don't have the real no. thing. We know that Paige is savvy on it, but she'd busy. Her her dad-in-law had just passed. What are we going to call him? Dad? What are we going to call him? He's He was a nuisance and now he's gone. That's what he is. <laughs> he's, he's dead cop. That's what I'm calling him. Yeah. Dead cop or splat. Yeah. So she Harsh was busy. True. She was the one we know is on social media. Yes. Mm. So meanwhile, Harold has closed due to the bereavement in the family, the cafe. Sounds fair. And Every, everyone's over at the pub. As a result, the water hole is bustling. Yeah. It's doing a roaring trade. Yeah, and it got awake the next day. Yeah, so oh, they are. Oh, they're packed to the rafters. That, that there's a lot pub. of um, there was a lot of extras, and there was a lot of extras and um, waiters. Yes, there was a lot of new waiters this week at the at the water hole. And yeah, Colette and Anne's just had fed up with all of them. She mm. never hires waiters that she feels confident. No, in. no, they've never got experience in anything. <laughs> now at this point. Big Brennan is yelling at little Brennan, his brother, mm. because he's turned up in the same clothes he was wearing the, the day before and he's worried that he's let the garage go to crap. Well, he has. He has. But <laughs> also because there's no other staff at that garage. So he, he and can't. I, I'm not entirely sure that little Brennan has been to TAFE and completed <laughs> a certificate. I feel like he's just wily fixing cars. Yeah. Who knows if he's tightened all the bolts? Or... He's the senior mechanic now because yeah. his brother decided, I'm going to go be a cop. But he's he's a bad boy. Yeah, he's like, well, yeah. look, it's not – I'm going to be worried about little Brennan, but we'll get to that later in the week. Mm. Um, he was he did a good thing on Monday. Like he was comforting Paige because she was dealing with her grief. Yeah, she she was – it was an interesting week for Paige as well. Like it's hard because it wasn't her dad. Yeah. And it wasn't even her pretend dad in her head, you know? No. And the other kids knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was hard. So Naomi and Mark, Nark, uh, have decided to take advantage of the hotel room that Naomi still has from when she was working at the Erinsborough Festival. For some reason, she says they haven't asked for my key back. And what hotel does that? Lasseter's, I guess. But my only <laughs> conclusion was that it would have been Chris's responsibility. Yeah, and to he take has it. just let that one go. He's, I don't even think he filed for leave or for a transfer. No, because he just had he had an immediate transfer to the New York City hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And it just happened. Yeah. 
he didn't magic. have to he didn't have to leave a handover notes for his Nothing. for the next person taking over. And I can tell you what, he's only been there a few months. He doesn't have any leave accrued. Not at all. None. No. Because he's all he was always taking time off to play kick to kick. Yeah. And so he'd need at least two days to get on a plane, even if he was going to start work on Monday at yeah. New York Lasseter's. But he's hooked himself up with the boss now. Oh, of course. He's having, the boss is having his baby. So no wonder they don't care about Naomi handing her key back. Um, Vaya. Yes. I want to let you know <laughs> that um, I wasn't here last week, obviously, because there was someone else and it wasn't me. But during the death of Dead Cop. Yes. I was in hysterics. No. And, and that is your fault. No. Because Wait, sad hysterics? Were you crying? No, I was laughing. Oh, thank God. Because if you were crying, I don't know if we could keep now, doing this. <laughs> That's the wrong response. Oh, no. I cried a lot for Kate. Okay, well, I have a confession to make. I actually wasn't watching when Kate died because I, um, I, I tuned out. I had tuned out before Kate and I'd come back and so I, right. was, I was just really emotional. So why were you laughing at Dead Cop? Because he made up with his wife yes. earlier in the day. And said, "Let's take a bike ride." <gasps> yeah, and I couldn't. Yes. I couldn't cope because bike rides mean sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know that Bay is so obsessed with the fact that they never. And it was just, I'm not it was obsessed. only a week. It's just they always claim to be working on their marriage and their romantic connection, but but they're always on those bikes. Yeah, and then they said after he died, yes. Lauren said we were meant to have a bike ride. <laughs> And I couldn't even go. She may as well have said, we were going to have a roll in the hay. Yeah, we were going to take our bikes up to the Lassiter's Pond and hide in a bush together. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm glad it could bring someone joy. Yeah. <laughs> but finally on Monday, Naomi is stuck. She's Paul's assistant now because he mm. needed someone to care for mm. him during his leukemia and be discreet about it. And so Naomi's at his bedside and she misses her date with Constable Mechanic in the room downstairs. Like, couldn't you have just ducked down... Oh, that's right. And you lead all these candles Had a, and stuff. You know, she could have ducked down, given him a little bit of love and, and then pop back up in half an hour. Although, you know what? Vea was mentioning before we started that they're kind of boring her now. Like they're just like they're not yeah. that interesting anymore. No. But you know what? I really like the sort of the gender role reversal of her being more into her work and him lighting candles and waiting oh, for yeah, her. Oh, yeah. That's that great. Is nice. That's, that's fantastic. Good. It's good. Um, and he was really like excited about the candles and the, all the stuff he yeah. was preparing. And she was like, whatever, I've got like a rich guy to look after now. Also because he's a neat freak. So he doesn't often put knickknacks out. No, no. It's, it's bi- this was a big deal for, <laughs> for him. For him to put candles mm. out on a surface takes a lot. <sighs> he had to do it at a hotel. That's where yeah. you do your dirty business. Yeah. <laughs> so we leave Monday with uh, Naomi standing up, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. to look after her boss. Mm-hmm. All right. Tuesday's the day. Mm. Tuesday's. Dad cop, dead cop, Matt Turner, if you mm. need to know his name, mm. which you probably don't. <laughs> Detective, no, like sergeant. He no? was No, he was actually senior constable. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Senior dodginess. Senior in his loose morals. So it's the day of the funeral. Susan is setting up at the funeral home. Yep. Because she's the celebrant. Yeah. Why not? Like, and I'm, in it she says to... Someone arrives. Toadie. Toadie arrives. And she says, you know, um, their renewal of vows, which was straight after the kiss, remember? Oh, yeah. The renewal of vows was her first service. And she said it like she'd been doing services for 18 years now and like this was, you know, I'm like, you've done four services, Susan. Calm down. (laughs) 
And mm. I don't even know. I mean, she's still trying to run a high school at the same time. Yeah, I she think she's on ca- holidays. She better be careful about how many clients she takes on, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and you never know when they're going to get married and then when they're going to die. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have warning. And I was speaking to a friend during the week because I was kind of laughing that Susan's now doing funerals as well. And she says it's quite common among her friends that are celebrants mm, because mm. obviously funerals are common and not yeah. everyone wants to do funerals because they're devastating. So yeah. a lot of the celebrants... Put their hands up for it. Yeah, and they're there for birthdays and marriages. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, I'm just worried that, like, this is a lot for Susan to take on. Yeah, she's got the MS, the crazy husband, the school. I think it's a lot on. She's still counseling Nate freelance. And yeah, and she's pushy about it too. Oh, so Toadie comes in and he's racked with guilt because, as we know, Dad Cop died by Mm. a hit run driver, and that was Danny from the, who runs the garage. Yeah. She was texting and driving. Yep. And the text was she was over. And by the way, she was crazy driving and texting. Like yes, you know we've all done illegal things in our car, but you like try and like slow down or something. Like she was just like, rah, rah, like yeah, you're not trying to put the apostrophe in while you're screeching around a no. corner. You wait till you're at a stop sign if you were going to be that terrible and break the law. Exactly. So, but I think she has like a post traumatic stress with Aaronsboro. Yeah, okay, that would make sense. Like she's she was like a normal girl when she came, arrived, and then she had all the weird stuff happen. Like with Brennan's ex or whatever, yeah. and then like Kate with the guy that shot Kate. Yeah, this is the second time she's been involved in deaths yeah. on the street. Yeah, so I think when she gets there, she just turns into like a pile of beans, you know? Yeah. Mm. So Toadie thinks because she was responding to his text mm. that he's responsible. Yeah, which is silly because I mean he did the best thing possibly texted. Yeah. Like he could have called. Like he did the be- the most like uninvasive method of contact. Yeah, because then you, so, let, you let the other person respond when it's convenient exactly for Exactly right. So Toadie needs to absolve himself of that. Yeah, but Toadie has come back from America glowing. Yeah, right. Yeah, he looks great. And I was discussing with Bea earlier that my theory is this was like the first week they've come back from like summer holidays. When oh, so the, the actors. Yeah, I think anyway. I have no idea. Yeah, that makes sense because they shoot like three months out from when we see it. They all seemed very refreshed for a straight in morning. <laughs> You know, <laughs> they've all been down to the tanning salon. <laughs> yeah. Lauren's like, um, "My hair looks lovely. Husband's dead, but I'm an amazing looking." <laughs> or maybe it's just all the crying. You yeah, know how maybe. sometimes you look yeah. really, really pretty when you've been crying. Yeah, you detox <laughs> out. You know, like I once when I went to take my driver's license picture when it was getting renewed, mm-hmm. and I think my boyfriend and I had a fight in the car and I was crying, <laughs> and then I went in to take the photo and it looked amazing. You're like, I should get puffy face. All the time. My rosy cheeks and my my glazed eyes. It was great. <laughs> we made up. It's fine. Yeah, it's Still fine. together. Fine. So now here's where I have a problem. My okay. first problem. Happy with Susan doing the service. The wake's at the waterhole. I've got a bit of a problem with the wake being at the waterhole. As Susan is, the waterhole is also there for birth, deaths and marriages. Yes. Yes. You know? Uh, Plus so, the cafe's closed. What else are they going to do? Well, yeah, you, actually the cafe would be better because it's the family business. Yeah, know? that's true. Well, they could have just had it in a house like normal people what, do. Not where normal wakes are yeah. in someone's living room. All right, so that's – Okay, but then the bigger problem mm. here is the Turner family's gathered around in the kitchen and yeah. it turns out – because we were all wondering, they've got an older son, Mason, who yeah. some of us call Munter, and Mason lives up in Darwin and – we were all wondering, well, how's Mason going to get out of this funeral? Because he's not on the show anymore. Yeah. Turns out he didn't even need an excuse. They just said Mason's in Mount Isa. Yeah. And, and he's with, not coming. With Kathy. Grandma Kathy. Grandma Kathy. Yeah. Doesn't even, I don't even know where she lives. So I guess she just follows Mason around. I think she lives in Perth. What's she doing in Mount Isa? I don't know. She's flown to... 
Because she flew with him for the wedding too. Yeah, God, they've had a bit of a rough, you know, airport visits of late, haven't they? Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was just so swept under the carpet. It was like Mason's not coming to his dad's funeral. It's fine. Okay, so here's what they said: we're going to fly up later to go to Mount Isa to be with him and, mm. and other rellos or whoever's up there. Where's Mount Isa? Like Queensland. Queensland, yep. but kind of like west. It's okay. It's in the middle of Queensland. It's like desert. Okay, yeah. It's not like there's no like. Beaches. No, it's no, mining. Okay. It's mining country. Oh, Kathy could live there. She's got money. Maybe okay. she owns a mine. <laughs> yeah. So no, Mason's living in Darwin. Yeah. Like so, he just has to go across. He has to go yeah, across. Yeah. It's not a bit, not a long flight. Yeah. Kathy's probably chartered the flight. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, here's the thing though, right? So they don't even try to explain why this the oldest son isn't coming to his father's funeral or why. Lauren's mother isn't coming to comfort her widow daughter. Yeah, and she, she like, you know, Kathy's been trying to get back in with Lauren. Yeah. And so you think this is it. This is it. Yeah. Okay, why didn't they just say that they're going to have a small memorial service in Erinsborough for the neighbours? Yeah. And Susan could have still done it, all of that jazz, at the waterhole. They could have had a service. Yeah. And then they would have, would have said, now we're flying to Mount Isa with the family for the funeral. Yeah, we're having a private family service. Yeah, because that's yeah. where he lived for all his life. Exactly. Like all of his friends from the police force would have been up there. Yeah, the ones that, where he wasn't a dodgy cop. Yeah. Like where he's a normal cop. <laughs> he was like the sergeant in Mount Isa. Yeah. But you know what I thought it was also interesting? There yeah. was no like funeral service copness to it. No. Like I know that he'd had a bad week. Yeah. <laughs> Right? He was on long service leave, but you, you could have still had a bit more of the force showing up. Like, God forbid you die when you're on maternity leave as a cop. Like, <laughs> no one's coming to the funeral. No, like, guard of honour for you. Yeah, there, it was strangely sparse for a theoretically, they don't know he's dodgy, theoretically respected member of the police force. Exactly. The only one that knows his dodgy is Mark. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this would have been on the news. Yeah. Even general public that never met him would have come. Yeah, like, because oh, they'd be like, the cop... They got hit by a hit and run. The local cop, we're going to go support him. Mm. So, okay, I've got to get off my soapbox because I yep. could go on all day about the bloody no-shows at the funeral. So then Danny comes along to the Turner house to apologise. Hashtag inappropriate. <laughs> you don't do it on the day of the funeral. And you don't just walk into the house. No. Like, I know she got Brandon to call, but it was all very, like, just very encroaching. Like, the family's got to get ready. They've got to prepare their eulogies. Yeah. They've got to stop crying. She should have sent them a nice note. A note, a card. Yeah, that arrived later. Like, the day after. But anyway, that was terrible. Terrible. Very selfish. Mark should not have set that meeting up. Mark should have said, no, I'm not calling. No, do it tomorrow. Yeah. Don't you, do it now. You're, you're out on bail somehow this, anyway. This is not your day, Danny. No, none of this is Danny's day. You know what? Danny's done two things wrong this week. One of them's killing hot, the other one's having stripes on her car. <laughs> and she doesn't have any ride. That's true. I've never met a person with a stripe on their car. No. Like, I, every now and then it's done in, like, a cool way. But and this she's is not a, a cool car. And she's, she's a mechanic. Even, yeah, she could have had a better car for a mechanic. She could have had flames on her car or something. She could have spoken to D'Amato and got, like, a, a chop shop car, <laughs> at the very least. All right. Now, the Willises, they're dealing with their grief in a different way. They're very reluctant to get emotional at the funeral, which mm. is strange because that's kind of what funerals are for. It's yeah. to go through yeah. your emotions and have but I closure. Think, I think with so many issues between the two families in the past, they didn't want to be like, this is our issue. But, yeah. But they've really bonded together as families of late and I'm really happy about that. And But Drab's got his survivor's guilt because he was the one that was left standing. 
Yeah, and he's got to look after Lauren, like like you said. No, okay, okay, we'll get to that later in the week. But apparently, yeah. he, Matt's dying words to Drab were "look after Lauren." Now I don't remember that. And yeah, I, I remember. I it. can't remember him even speaking. So right before he started getting the like the strokey shakes. Oh yes, which he did very well. Yeah, he, look, it was a stunning scene. Yeah, he did very well. But he he was out, and then oh. he said, "Look after Lauren." Ah, okay. And then he started with the shakes. Yeah, well, okay, he didn't mean literally, like, go over there and fix the fridge, which he does later in the week. But yeah. No, he didn't. He kind of probably he probably should have put the rest of the family in there too, but... I Look, a simple tell Lauren I love her yeah. would have been better, I feel. So, all right. Tell Lauren I didn't mean all of that stuff I did this week. <laughs> tell Lauren... Don't tell Lauren about Shazza. <laughs> no one tell Lauren about Shazza. Ixnay on the Azshay. All right, now... Imagine if your last dying word was Shazza. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about Shazza. We're going to talk about oh, her soon. Okay. She's excellent. Shazza- I think she's staying. No, she can't stay. I can't cope. <laughs> we'll get to her soon. So, all right. Meanwhile, small interlude before we get to the actual funeral mm-hmm. is Georgia. She's suspended from the hospital, but she wants to go and clear her name. So, she wants to go and talk to, like, one of the IT professionals at the hospital and work out how her Facebook yeah. got hacked. Pushy little Georgia. Like, why did you have Facebook logged in at work anyway? Whatever. Yeah, I know. No one wants to admit that, but she's all like fully like, I was just updating my status between like epidurals. <laughs> What's the biggie? And so she goes to the hospital, firstly goes to, doesn't ring anyone, doesn't text anyone. Doesn't get on the, get on her mobile. Like none of that. She goes and bails up Trish, Trish from the hospital on the front steps. Yeah. And she was all like, can you do this? And Trish was like, I, I can, but I, I can't, like, Georgia, because is, I work for the hospital. She's unprofessional. And yeah. she does it with Dr. Dick in earshot. Mm. So he's got mm. wind of her little plan. But isn't he just the type to be hanging out near windows and doors? Like, yeah. he just really is. He's like, da, 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 da. Must be pretty hard because those doors are, like, revolving. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How do you hide behind them? But he was just like, yeah, he was all like, look, he's a peeping Tom. That's what he is. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Trish isn't going to help Georgia, so we we leave her. And also, didn't when did she do this? Um, I feel like she just didn't go to the wake. <laughs> like it was a bit rude. Um, I, I'm sorry that our neighbour and friend has died, but like I've got to sort out my Facebook issues. Yeah, at work. Like it's. I mean, it's pretty sad, but also like someone's dead. Like you're suspended. Yeah. You can do it on the second day of your suspension if you like. Not you know what she wanted? She just wanted to run into a cop at the funeral to sort this out. Yeah. And not, none of them were there. No. So she was like, well, stuff this. <laughs> they weren't there. All right. So we're at the funeral now and we hear there's a beautiful montage, yeah. sad music and the grieving family, not a cop in sight. No. And okay, here's another one of the problems I ran into here. Constable mechanic Brennan Gave a eulogy. Mm. I didn't think he and Matt even liked each other, even a little bit. No, not really. But I don't think anyone liked Matt. I feel, oh, well, Brad kind of. Brad, but, Brad did, but Brad made him had die. Some issues, yeah. And oh, you're right. But Brad, he didn't have any friends. Okay, I would have thought, I mean, I know they've got to pay an extra person for a day, but get the Sarge in. Get the yeah. Sarge. But Charles wasn't a fan of him because remember that traffic report he never did? <laughs> so, you know, he wasn't a big fan. Get the de- get the bloody deputy commissioner. Get someone. Yeah. Well, it was not a blue funeral at all, though. No. But, you know, but Bales, he jumped up in the last yeah. minute. Yeah. Yeah. But the, so they were all talking about, so Mark and Lauren 
And Susan, because mm. she was officiating, were all giving these words about his loyalty and his mm. his big heart and his st- ironclad morals, which we all know are non-existent mm, at this no, point. Yeah. Yeah, and then Bailey gathers up the courage. So Susan didn't feel it was per to mention the daytime drinking? No. <laughs> no, that wasn't in the service. He liked a little bit of a tipple of an <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> well, that would have been nice. And so Bailey, you, you appreciated him jumping yeah, up? Yeah, so Bailey sort of interrupted the service. Yeah. Like he just, he went, I've got to talk. And he I got think up. he even interrupted Susan in the middle of her. Yeah, she was like in the middle of a really nice little speech. Yeah. And he went, no, nah, I'm going to do it. My turn. Yeah. And it was it was nice. And he looked back at, um, at his mum and I, I feel like Amber came to the funeral. She yeah. was there, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. No one I, asked her if she wanted to speak. No, no. She, <laughs> maybe she did some photos. Who knows? Yeah. But... You know who I felt was very absent? Who? Um, Daniel. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure he was actually there. Yeah. But he wasn't like, he didn't play an active role in any of it. Maybe he couldn't find a vest that was formal enough. Probably not. You're probably right. Maybe he didn't have any with floral arrangements that were black. No. But I tell you what, Imogen wore a lovely dress. Yeah, she looked great. Yeah, I was asked about it on Beamley. Like, where where did this girl get this dress from? I had to look at it. I still don't know. It was a lovely dress. <laughs> Yeah, she's turned it on. She's classed it up this week. She's mm. like, look, last week I was down a well. I mm. wasn't at my best. No. This week, got to put myself in order. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Daniel, I'm sorry. But if you want to marry Amber, stand up at the funeral. Yeah. To be honest, he could have been a pallbearer, not that there was a coffin. But, he like, they're, they're, that's the kind of role the son-in-law's meant to play. Yeah. Like, at my grandparents' funeral, Hamish had to play a role and he was, like, not even – like, that wasn't even their father. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, he needed to be up there. And I guess mm. – and Naomi wasn't there because she was looking after Paul. No, but she, did she have any relationship? I mean, they, they tried to go after D'Amato together. Well, she didn't have a relationship, but if your boyfriend is giving a eulogy – Oh, yeah, you're meant to be there. You're there to, yeah. in solidarity. Yeah. And, like, but did you notice how little Brandon was like, I didn't want you to be alone at the funeral, bro. And then they mentioned Kate's funeral later. Yes. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry I didn't make it down for that. And he was like, it's all right. And I'm like, Jesus – they never attached. Nah. They never. Oh man! I, I tell you what. If I am in Ramsey's train at any point in my life, I do not want to die. No. Or get married. Or get married. No one's going to come. It and was celebrate such an with me. aside. It wasn't like, mate. I am so sorry. I wasn't there for you when your ex died. It I should like, have been. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't get to meet her. Sorry, I didn't get to send some flowers when she died. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't even call you. So they've got some issues. Bigger issues at play. Yeah, here. they actually do. This is not the largest issue right. for them. And. Finally, okay, we get to the wake and the D'Amato's goons roll up. <laughs> they start making trouble. It's like an underbelly funeral. It was, and I actually felt it was uh, it was too inappropriate even for D'Amato. Yeah. There's a strong uh, moral code in yeah. the underground community. Right. And, you know, dad cop, he wasn't mean to D'Amato. And they kind of ended things quite well. Yeah, they had no bad blood. None. That, so I thought that was really inappropriate. Yeah. Bad D'Amato. And now we have to just acknowledge the most beautiful moment of the episode, I thought, was Kate Kendall, Lauren, crying in the funeral home. Oh, just yeah, that was lovely. absolutely breaking down. And look, I know I always say that I love to see her cry, but I do love to see her cry. She, <laughs> she does did. a great cry. She and does, I was yeah. not disappointed. No. She no, brought no. it. She did it actually really well the whole week. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great and acting then, chops. So they pack the kids up because they've got to go to Mount Isa because Munter's not coping. Maybe he's not coping because he's missing his dad's funeral. I don't know, just a hunch. Yeah, because he hasn't had any closure to the issue. Like, he left when his dad was a good guy. Remember, Munter was the bad one. Yeah. But apparently he runs in the family. Yeah. And 
Like, so he doesn't even know. He wasn't even there for this quick spiral the down. spiral, no. So, all right, we should. So we close. We close. I was going to say coffin, and I just did. But <laughs> I had nothing else. I had no other. Slam metaf- that coffin door. I had shut. no other metaphor. We <laughs> shut the coffin on Dad Cop, and we move into Wednesday. Well, it was, it was actually a, a burning pot. It was, and he was, he was oh, cremated. The, yeah. So we closed the cri- a burning pot. <laughs> this like terrible. How Hugh Jackman's a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Friday night's not good for our listeners. Nah, no. Nah, sorry. <laughs> All right. Wednesday. So there's just been a bit of biffo mm. in the mm. waterhole because Mark's roughed up D'Amato because he won't clear off. No, because he's rude and inappropriate. Yeah, and yeah. just crashing awake. You don't crash awake. No. And he's going to make a speech about his good mate, Matt. Yeah. And he wants to speak to Lauren. And that was a bit sexual too. <laughs> when he said, I want to speak to the lovely wife. Like, what is he going to do? Take her out the back and give her a patch? Like, it was just, yeah, it was weird. It was weird, inappropriate. But then Colette Nan pulls Mark aside, Constable Mechanic, and just says, you need to calm the bloody hell down. Yeah. And so he does, and he goes down to the cafe to do his paperwork because mm. I guess the the police station's full of all the cops that didn't go to the funeral, so mm. he's got yeah. no room there. Now, at this point, little Brennan walks in and big Brennan tells him off again. And I feel like all he does this week mm. is tell off his little brother. Yeah, and he's just, he's really like, because, you know, when little Brennan came back into town, big Brennan wasn't a cop yet, like again, he was like, oh, I'm having some fun with my brother. But now he's like, my brother's not allowed to do anything fun no. because I'm a cop They now. were hanging out as bros. They were fixing cars together. Yeah. That was a nice time for yeah. them because it feels like, obviously, he didn't come to Kate's funeral. So they'd never really bonded. No. Now, we're back at the Willis's and straight away, Drab is like, um, sweetie, to rage, um, just before he died, Matt asked me to look after Lauren. I'm going to go do that. Is that okay? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he's like... He gave me permission. I've got to yeah. go over to Lauren. Yeah. The, cute, the cute thing is he does always ask permission now before he goes to talk to Lauren. And yeah. I feel like, what's Therese going to say? No. Therese doesn't care anymore. She no, no longer feels intimidated. Oh, well, not that Sharon hasn't suggested it. Yeah. But, which we'll get to. But, but I think she's actually quite happy to have a break from Drab. I think she's like, yeah. do what you got to do, mate. Yeah. Go over there. I need an equal. She does. She needs an equal. And Imogen's about their only sort of mental equal. I thought you meant an artificial sweetener. No. <laughs> no, but she, like a mental equal. Yeah, sure. Yeah, she needs that. And Brad yeah. is not that. It's like, go over there. Do what you got to do. Yeah. So he goes round to check on Lauren and her fridge is leaking. Mm. So he's straight away get getting to fixing the fridge. Yeah. And then Lauren starts leaking from her face. Yeah, which she loves. She's got some crying to do. And, of course, he's there with the shoulder to cry on. Yeah. And look, I know that Matt said to look after his wife, but I didn't think he necessarily meant just touch her all the time. Why Why didn't one of the kids stay with her? Like they were all worried about Mason. Yeah, stay with your like, grieving mum. Yeah, the mum's just lost her husband, like who she was going to have a bike ride with. Like Bailey could have stayed behind and Amber could have gone on to Mount Isa exactly. with Lou. Or like Mason could have just been with Nana. Yeah. Like, Why does Na- Mason a, need everyone? Appropriate. So uh, he's comforting her. Then there's this strange moment where he, he's fixed the fridge and she looks up and he's got sealant on his nose from the fridge. Yeah. And then she brushes it aside. Yeah. And I don't know if it was meant to be romantic, but it kind of wasn't. It was just you have something on your nose. It's too soon. Too soon. Yeah, it's too soon. I mean, we just we just burnt him. <laughs> 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 That's it, because they walk in with the urn, basically. Yeah. And then, 
you know, they're going to put something in at the general store. They'll do something for Matt there. There might be a photo up on the wall. They probably they might name a burger after him there. Yeah, oh, not Matt- a burger. That's too linked to grease monkeys. Oh, that's true. A cake. Yeah. Yeah, can I have a Matt slice? Um, you know, flan cop, <laughs> flan cop. You know, it'll be nice. Yeah, it'd be lovely. And she'll move on. We might even get a new man in the street for her. Yeah, it'll be like next week. They don't, they don't no. linger much on these no. issues. Maybe she could take Daniel off Amber. Ill, but also interesting. Yeah, May December. You know, it'd be lovely. Now, what's happening now is there's trouble brewing because Shazza, Shazza Canning, Shaz Can, we, as we call her on the tweets, Shaz Can. Kyle's mum, she's rolled back into town with her gold blazer. Oh, yeah. Now, just a question. Yeah. Is she like that as a person or is she doing a really good job as an actor? Let's give her the, let's give her this one. She's doing a great job as an actor. Because she is amazing in this role. She's kind of like, and I know that there's people that listen to Neighbours that don't watch the show, so we should paint a picture here. Well, Mm. her voice is kind of like, she's got... This ethereal quality. She's kind of like Athena Star Woman. Mm-hmm. Someone who would read the horoscopes on a morning show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's from Frankston. Yes. Let's paint the picture. She doesn't come down to Melbourne much. Frankston's about 45 minutes away. Yeah, but she doesn't, not often, just for funerals and sleeping with people's husbands. Yes. Mm. Weddings and funerals, actually. She, yeah, she's, weddings she's, and funerals. She's down for both. I wonder if she'll come when someone's born. Yeah. And happy to have a wine at any time of the day. And her eyes are not always focused on things. No. <laughs> you know? No. No. There's a bit of... Yeah, no. She's loopy. Yeah. She's an oddball. She's an oddball. But in her favour, she had some amazing chemistry with dead cop yeah they that, that makeout they almost, sesh yeah they almost completed the deed they in a hallway went for it yeah so well done yep. well done shaz can we you can and you followed up because i mean he had rejected you once and you weren't gonna yeah. let that happen You're like again. let's go again let's go back there so she's back and she's got all these unresolved these unresolved feelings because the guy she just hooked up with yeah. is dead which is weird yeah, that's, that's like on anyone's book. That's an odd thing to do. That's deal a with. shock. Yeah, yeah. So she's trying to come to terms with these feelings, mm. and then she sees Tarage, and she recognised Tarage's voice through the door of the hotel when she was yelling through there and yanked Matt away. Yeah, which I think is fair call. Like you would recognise when Tarage is raging. Yeah, and when somebody has caught you doing like the wrong thing yeah. as well, you you might know their voice. Yeah. I mean, I know that she was in the shower, and there were like three doors separating them. But I can understand how she heard Tarage's voice and remembered it. Mm-hmm. That's a memorable voice. Yeah. So she's like, I'm back and I need to talk about my problems. Oh. And Tarage is like, well, you keep, you've got to keep it zipped because mm. we don't want the widow finding out that her husband did the dirty yeah. the two days before he died. Yeah. And she's like, but I've got all these feelings. She talks a bit like junkie Erin. She does, yeah, she's a little <laughs> bit like that. Maybe she's got a past like that. So then Tarage, I think, does one of the most – Solid acts of friendship I've seen her do. Mm. She sits there while Shazza Canning drinks a wine in the middle of the day yep, yep. and listens to her talk. Yeah. Matt and Shaz has a bit in common, didn't they? She did, looked, we really did. Like this was a romantic story that could have happened. That was a deep connection. Mm. They were both lost and mm. unsure about their love lives. And sure about a lot of things really. But loved a drink during the day. Yeah. That's what brought them together. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Bit of alcohol and bad decision making. Yeah. That's what that's what they were all about. So Tarage listens to her for what seems like three hours okay. and I just think, Well done. Like that's yeah. She did that so that she wouldn't trot off and find Lauren. Yeah. And it was good. She didn't just have a go at her like Tarage probably would have in the yeah. past. She sat down and she just took it in. Yeah. 
So that was a great moment. Now, the other character that left us last week, the week before, was Christos. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Shipped off to New York. For two weeks. He'll be back, right? (laughs) He'll be back. But then why is everyone saying goodbye to the guy on Twitter forever? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I also didn't get to mention how weird was his goodbye party. Oh, it was so weird. And he just wore, wore a jacket. Yeah. Like he wore his T-shirt, but then he just popped on like a suit jacket. But it wasn't a suit jacket. It was sort of like a, a light sports jacket. Like something to keep warm on the plane. Yeah, but it was just like weird. He was like, I'm dressing up. Here's a jacket. Like no shirt, nothing. It was just really weird. And like stay for the dead guy's funeral, asshole. Oh, had he died then? Yeah. They were all like not – they were all having um, – oh. what did Sheila call it? They were getting on the terps? No. They are having a – knees up. They were having knees a knees up. up. Knees up, that's it. No, like buddy – Book your flight in like a week yeah. after the your next door neighbor's funeral. But I mean, Lucy's quick at things. Yeah, yeah. So she decided she wanted a baby, and she had a gay guy making a baby for her in a cup within like a week. Yeah, so she's, she's very efficient. Yeah, she's very efficient. <laughs> okay, and now Susan finds Nate at home binge mm. watching TV in his pajamas, mm. and she gets straight on this and decides he needs. She's some... like, "What episode are you up to?" Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Very current, very binge. Yes, you know, very just nice. very generic as well. Yeah, no, non-specific. He could have at least. It could have been like, "Oh, Game of Thrones" or yeah. something. Oh, I thought I felt that's what he was actually talking about when he like I haven't really seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, but like the way he talked about whatever the show he was okay. was watching, I thought. Right. It was like, but this moment was actually when I noticed that he was looking. Like refreshed, like he'd just been on holiday. Yeah, he's got the haircut he's happening. He's got a haircut happening, yeah. Which I felt was very, you know, like he got a lot done, like in between his partner leaving, there was a funeral and he got a haircut. Like, you well, know. Well, look, it's post breakup. You've got to fit the haircut in yeah. post breakup. Yeah, and I think maybe got some colour, like it's a very honey coloured. Yeah, he's, it's been sun kissed. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> so Susan's on this. She goes down the street, she mm. finds Naomi and Tyler just kicking around. She yep. goes, go take Nate out. So in the next scene, Tyler has taken his shirt off and he's playing basketball with Nate. And that's a little bit awkward. And I think, but I think, Susan, you have nailed this one. Mm. Yeah, you gave him something pretty to look at. You've seen a gayer who is grieving and you've gone and found the most attractive guy in the street. <laughs> yeah, other than his older brother. Yep. He has take, whipped that shirt off and they are playing sport together. Yeah. And that is a great gift. I tell you what, if you have a male gay person that's sad, get a Brennan over. Yeah. yeah. Get a Brennan. <laughs> yeah, something to look at. Why not? Naomi will be there to be fabulous for all occasions, <laughs> yeah. and that's what she was doing. She was in like a deck chair, being yeah. fabulous. It was like a Sex and the City scene. Fantastic. Yeah. So I just think, well done, Susan. Mm. Like you've really come come through for him in a crisis. I, I thought when he started talking that we were gonna like Nate had fallen in love with him or something, but I'm like, no, no. I, well, that's I awkward. I wouldn't want that for Nate. I, he, he, he could do better. No, I think I kind of ship them because they're always playing with toys together, and and that was majoritarily what he did with Christos. Yeah, and so I think I think there might be a bit of a crush happening at some stage. Yeah. I, I would like for Tyler to come into doubt about his sexuality. I mean, I think that would be nice. But I also feel like Nate's pretty – I feel like he's pretty adjusted with his sexuality, Nate. Yeah, I think – well, I think he can do better. I think Well, I think he can, but I think for a guy that has grown up in the country yeah. and then gone and, like, been in the army, he's surprisingly comfortable with his sexuality. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like – um, and I think we've got a lot of stories in that. Like he can, yeah, he can sure. talk about things that have happened, which would be great. But otherwise he's, he's been through it. Like he's done it. So I don't know if he's going to fall in love with a straight guy. So I think the alternative is that little Brennan questions his sexuality, yeah, which sure. is better. And maybe, you know, tries to. Yeah, that yeah. would be excellent. Yeah. A pash would be excellent. So we leave Wednesday with 
this amazing moment where Sharon Canning, Shaz, mm. decides she needs to continue venting mm. her feelings and she rolls up to the widow's house. So inappropriate. To vent her spleen. Yeah. And that's where we leave it. So Shazza goes running into Lauren's house and says, I've got to talk about your husband. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, man. And Rage gets wind of this, that Shaz Can's gone round to... Yeah, she, like, turned her head for a second and Shaz is, like, off. Poor Rage, She's understaffed at the hotel. Yeah, she really she's... thought she'd lick it her up enough that she'd just go to bed, you know? She's had time for this. So, I just love it. She barrels over there and shuts it down. Mm. She yanks Shazza out of there before Shazza can even finish a sentence. Yeah, no, there was none of... She was having none of it. No. Nah. But Lauren, for a grieving woman, she was surprisingly bored at this stuff. <laughs> She was just like, look, I get it. You tried to have an affair with my husband and I just don't care. Yeah, that's true. Because so they mentioned the almost affair back at Carl's wedding. Mm. And yeah, Lawrence is like, don't have time for this. Mm. I lost my husband. Don't have time for your like, stuff. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And so she doesn't get a chance to spill the beans about the actual affair before Tarage yanks her away. And so then Tarage and Drab decide to ship Lauren off to Mount Isa to yeah. be with the rest of the kids. They, well, I think that's wise. Well, I think, yeah, why wasn't she? Why didn't she just go with them anyway? She had to wait and get the urn. The ashes, okay. And which is awful. Like, if you take an urn on oh. a plane, do you have to sit with it? <laughs> like, because they didn't even fasten the lid, you know? Do you, ch- you must check it in. You've got to, Maybe they check it in as like a special good. Imagine when it has to go through security. Oh, I've no. just got my husband in this box. Oh, see, the ki- oh. these kids, one of them should have stayed back and helped her with the urn. It's, it's really inappropriate. Bailey should have stayed because he's good at looking up this stuff. Yeah. He was going to fix everything because he really, he killed his father. Yeah. And he was going to really be there and not. First opportunity. Well, he, booked to the, he booked the funeral. But, you know, he should have been there helping her with the he urn. He booked it for what he got... F- Susan. Susan. <laughs> that's that's hard to get a booking yeah. with Susan. Well, it is lately. She's flat that's, out. That is true, but she she would have put anything down for this. True. Yeah. So Lauren is safely away in yeah, Mount Isa. Which is great, but Shaz is not going anywhere. Now Shaz is like, I might stick around. Yeah. I really, like, I actually wouldn't mind it because she's, you know, like when we have, like, full-on bogans in Neighbours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. and, like, they're really lovable characters. They're great. Sorry, if you're in the UK, bogan is... They know what Bogan is because, they know? because there were years of Stingray. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Stingray Janelle, and Janelle, Janelle Timmons, Brie, yeah. Janae, they're all across it. Yeah, and and Shaz could have been like that for us. Yeah, so it would be good. A bit of fun from Shaz. Yeah. And the thing is, Tarage is like, look, even though Lauren's in Queensland, we've got to deal with this. Like, we- We've got to get this situation over with. You know. So this is, okay, I think this might be my favourite moment of the entire week. Yeah. Tarage looks at Sharon and says... I'm going to offer you a cruise. Yeah. How would you like to go on a cruise? Yeah, that's what she said. And she was very like, I know what I'm doing and you know what I'm doing. Yes. But I'm not going to say it. And she says to Shaz Canning, Lassiters might go into the cruise business, which I think is great. Why aren't they already doing that? I mean, they probably do. Like, to be honest, well, I, I mean, they're not because... Um, well, they don't have a boat. They don't have a boat, but like, it's surprising that they yeah. don't. Yeah. But, um, but you know, if if he is in the future, we'll suddenly have a, oh, so-and-so can come work at Lassiter's Ocean. Yeah, you know? the, the Lassiter's Duchess. Yeah. Or <laughs> but anyway, um, the, I, I thought it was great because I feel like I'm really excited for her that she's become loose with the Robinson money. Oh, yeah. You know, like now she's like, here's a problem. I'm going to chuck a load of cash at it. Especially since Paul's taking, well, he's sick. She doesn't know he's sick, but she hasn't. She hasn't even noticed him not around. No, 
And like, I love that she was like, she didn't ask for approval. She didn't get anything. No, no purchase order. Nothing. She was just like, screw it. I'm going to throw money at this problem. There's probably room in the budget somewhere. We'll pull this from the next promotion we've got. Yeah. And and really, if they were thinking of going into the cruise ship business, this is completely normal and legitimate. You don't send a rando from Frankston. No, you have to send like Chris or something. Yeah. Like someone in your marketing department. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... She said, I need someone to do market research. You're going to do it. I'm putting you on a cruise. Yeah, but I must say, like, someone like Sharon would love a cruise. I've been on a few and she would <laughs> love it. Yeah, I don't think she, she's never going to get off that cruise boat. No, this no, is she's just going to circle around the oceans of the world. This is her life now. Yeah, she'll find a new man at intake every every time they yeah. go to a port. Yeah. And she'll be like, hello. And I don't know what ended up happening to Delta Goodrum's mum, Trixie Tucker. Yeah. But I reckon she's singing the cruise the cruise ship circuit. She could. They could they could hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, what a great life. Because I think Shaz Khan's taken to rage up on this offer. Yeah. I, I think I missed it, but I'm pretty sure she yeah. would. I mean, look, who wouldn't? In fact, I'm quite happy to watch the spin-off series following Shazza on the cruise. Imagine that. Shaz on the ocean. The Shaz boat. The Shaz boat. So, look, you know, that's. That's there for development if anyone wants to develop that. Yeah, like, you know, they, they make a great web series. Yeah. So go we're, for it. We've got two viewers right here, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, now Paul has been under the weather because he's got unnecessary chemo. Yeah, and he's really under the weather. Like he's tired and, yeah. The, look, I think one of the best things to come out of Paul's fake illness mm. is the fact that he's, he's bonding with a dog. It's beautiful. And I just want to point out when we're watching this earlier, they've got like an actual, what a Labrador does is it just eats. Right. Like Labradors can't help themselves. They're much like me, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But they will eat. Like if you leave a Labrador in a room with 85 banquets, you come back, they will have eaten. Oh, right. Right. Um, they've got no 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 problem with that. And they've gone and got like a real Labrador, like a, a bulky Labrador. Like I can't see those Labradors like ribs at all. <laughs> right. So they went and got like, and I'm like, obviously he's now getting a great feed because Paul doesn't eat. And so this the, dog the, gets to just eat all of Paul's There's food. a lot of room service coming up to that mm. penthouse. And they're calling it B2, which I yeah. think is the worst name ever. It's not – you don't really open the back door and go, B2. No, because no. they think it's it's Bouncer's Descendant. Which yeah, apparently they got the, the purebred paperwork. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So B2, you could stand to have a better name, that's all yeah. I'm saying. I mean, they could have called her Honey. Well, she's a, beautiful. Oh, that's a lovely yeah. name for a if dog. If it's a girl. I don't even know. I think it is a girl. Yeah. But honey or something like that. It would have been lovely. lovely. Yeah. Now, Sheila's on Naomi's case because she's spending all her spare time with Paul. Now, Sheila is unnecessarily heavy on Naomi about this. Yeah, because, like, Naomi hasn't had a job in, like, years. Yeah, a real one. So she should be happy that her daughter's got an income now. Yeah, and, like, get over it. Brennan's all right, but Paul it's probably better. Okay, I don't necessarily – well, yeah – True, but she's Imagine also... Imagine how grateful Paul's going to be after all this. He already is. He's given yeah. her half of the day off. He has. That's enough after he chucked on it. Yeah. Well, that's what happened next. Oh, yeah. So she goes around there to look after Paul and he voms on her. Yeah. And, like, they really showed it. Yeah. Look, can I just say that in Australia, Neighbours is on at 6.30 and that's genuine, generally dinner. dinner time. Yeah. And... I hadn't made dinner yet, but after that, I didn't really want to. <laughs> I was probably eating. Things like that don't get to me. At Tim Stern on Twitter was in the middle of his spag bowl. Oh, no. So I just think there's, look, there's going to be a lot of Paul vomiting and I don't think I'm ready for that. No. Well, yeah, we'll see if he makes it through this experience, really. 
Because I'm certainly not going to. No. <laughs> so Naomi goes to change out of her vomdon dress. And yeah, then it was a beautiful dress, by yeah. the way, that he ruined. Yeah. yeah. Comes back in a robe and then that's when Sheila, I don't know how she got let up into the penthouse. Yeah. Well, I feel like, like she's Sheila, right? She would have gone to that front. Like no one says no to Sheila. And I guess Tarage is understaffed. Yeah. So there's probably just some kid there that's doing work experience. Okay, lady, I'll put you up to the yeah, penthouse, you know. of course. And yeah. she sees Naomi in the robe and jumps oh, to conclusions. And Paul was also in a robe. They're yes. Both, they both had a shower. Because he's just, he's in his dressing gown all Presumably week. Presumably there's two bathrooms in the penthouse. Yeah. Yeah. And she thinks they've done the deed. Yeah. No, I actually missed the end. So what happened? Well, that's where they left it oh, on Thursday. Oh, sorry. I missed, I missed the start of the next. Yes. Yeah. And so we'll get to yeah. Friday. And we can skip over the Brennans. Oh, no, we actually can't because one of the weirdest things happened. So... Mm. Nate and Ty are still hanging out because mm. they're bros, they're best pals. Yeah, but you had a little prelude to this friendship. You mentioned it. You, you were happy about it a few weeks ago. Yeah, because yeah. they were playing with the remote control car and I think it's really sweet. Yeah. And this time, okay, it wasn't sweet, it was just weird, mm. but they were playing a little game where they had taken the pool cues out of the water hole and mm. they were using them as swords and they were doing um, casual racist martial arts. Yeah, just just let that fly by, I guess. Yeah, just a bit of casual racism in the Lasseter's courtyard. It was a little bit homoerotic, which is great. Yeah, that is great. (laughs) Uh, It was quite phallic with the pool cues. Mm -hmm. Pretty, but like that's the bar's property. They can't just take. They were being full on hoodlums. Yeah, like you can't just take items out of an establishment and And run around with them outside. Big Brennan really had a go. Yeah, he let him have it. Yeah, but I actually feel like he wasn't acting as a cop. He was acting as a big brother, like stopping and duh. And and say the word, say the word. Stop being a dick, brother. Yeah, it's warranted. And go like inside and have a nice beer with your new mate. Put the pool cues back inside in the bar. Don't vandalise. What's next? They're going to take the arrows out and start playing, like, trying, like, darts darts with the um, arrows. I can't – there's no (laughs) words left in me at this point. Um, But but are they going to take them out and start throwing them at people's heads? (laughs) That's next week. Yeah. So at the end of that, um, all of that – They were, like, youths that you would, like, when you're walking into the bar, you go, I don't want to – oh, there was some youths out the front. Yeah. That's what they were. They were up to no good. Yeah, they were up to no good. They were doing bad Asian accents. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go into a bar that had that out the front. No. No. So at the end of the episode, Tyler heads off to steal a car because that's what he does now. Yeah, he doesn't work at the garage ever. He just steals cars for Damato's chop shop. Yeah. And at this point, Constable Mechanic is at the police station setting up his surveillance cameras – Bust, D'Amato and Goons stealing cars. Mm-hmm. So that's where we leave them. Yeah, and he set up like multiples, I think. Yeah, I think, well, at least at least one camera. Mm. <laughs> Big budget here at the Aaron's yeah. Cops. <laughs> that's what all the cops were doing. That's why they couldn't go to the funeral. Yeah, they were all on it. They went to buy cameras. <laughs> all right, Friday. So at the start of Friday, mm. which you missed, mm-hmm. Sheila's burst into the room, sees them in the dressing gowns, and Naomi says the old, it's not what it looks like, and Sheila won't have a bar of it. She flips her lid. It's like, I can't believe you would do this to to Brennan. He's good for you, and this is... Yeah, and he just lost his fiance. Like, Paige was in the middle, but really, to be honest, he's had a rough year. Yeah, you know, he doesn't need this. So she loses it at her daughter, and this is where Paul jumps up and defends Naomi to Sheila and says, you've got no right to judge your daughter. She's been nothing but respectful. She's she's been a stand-up citizen this week, and you need to back off and get out of my hotel room. 
So, of course, that just makes Sheila assume, well, of course they're doing it if he's jumping well, that, into like, a defense. Sheila knows what he's like. Remember that night they were glad wrapped together? <laughs> <laughs> Sheila knows what Paul's about. She knows he just likes to get close to a lady. Oh, my God. On what, on what show can you say, remember when they were glad wrapped together <laughs> and have it be a real thing that happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh neighbours. Okay, so... Um, Naomi tells Sheila down at the bar, I can handle this. Like, I know you're my mum, but yeah. I'm a grown woman. How inappropriate. Like, imagine your mum shows up to work and has a go at you, boss, about the clothes you're wearing. And Sheila has not learned a thing since Geordie yelled at her for interfering in their baby problems. No, no. They had a bit of a laugh about it, actually, earlier in the week where Shaz was at the table. And she's, oh, they were having brunch. Yeah, they had yeah. brunch. And, and um, Kyle says, oh, why don't you stay out of it, Nan? That's right. And Georgia had a ha-ha. Oh, (laughs) I missed that moment. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, never going to (laughs) happen. She doesn't learn. So, okay, then we cut back to the cops and we have sirens blaring. Yeah. But because they have spotted D'Amato in the act of stealing a car. And I didn't think he would actually be on the scene. No, I would have thought he would have sent a goon to pick up the car from his, his Brennan goon. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why Demato. He just wanted to oversee the operation. He's a micromanager. Yeah, he really he should be in like the Philippines or something. He shouldn't be nowhere near the crime. It's correct. Yeah. Yeah. By yeah. the way, though, my mum's car broke, got broken into the other week. Yeah. And I, I must say, the guy must have had one of those little tools that Brandon had. That was oh, a handy little thing. They just. It was like an Inspector Gadget maneuver. Yeah. Tyler, little Brennan. Oh yeah. Sorry, when he stole yeah. the car, he like waved a gadget in front of the handle and then it just unlocked the car. Yeah, and then somehow he was able to go bloop, bloop, and then it started. And I'll tell you what, a bad ad for Porsche. Yeah. Because apparently it's pretty easy to break into a $120,000 car. <laughs> They're not very discerning about the makes of cars that they steal. Like one week it's the what the Capri, the Ford yeah. Capri. Yeah, and then he was looking at that Nissan with the stripes. <laughs> And like, now, who are they selling these now cars he's on the port. It's like, um, it's very eclectic. Yeah. But I've got to say, like, when I saw that straight away, I thought, whose Porsche is that? Yeah. Because it costs money to rent these cars. <laughs> and, like, why are they getting the Porsche? I have decided that Porsche is, like, the owner of Neighbours Car. <laughs> like, whoever, like, the head of everything is. Like, the head of drama at, at Fremantle or whatever. Channel yeah. 10. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, who else could it be? Like, Hey, Barry, come and park out front. Yeah, we, we need your car because that's what happens at a workplace, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now, they actually nab D'Amato. What happens is they, Constable Mechanic and his co-workers and a girl cop, which I was excited to see. Yeah, yeah, there was a girl. She was on it. She was on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. And they race down there to catch him in the act. Mm. And firstly, and this is pointed out by a lot of people online, why are all of their car thefts taking place in broad daylight in the middle of the day? Yeah, yeah, and just like local car parks, that like that was like at the Dingo's car park. Like it was, you know, <laughs> does the Dingo still exist? I don't know. The car park's probably still there. Yeah, and they use it for whatever. And they don't yeah, even wait till dusk because no one really cares. Oh, there's only like four cops. Yeah, true. And they're mostly dealing with murders and stuff. Yeah, so you know. So they catch Damato, but meanwhile Tyler escapes around the corner because he's stealing the car at the same time. He escapes around the corner and hops into one of the dumpsters. Mm. Um, genius move. Mm. So they're looking for him, but he's under a pile of rubbish. Yeah. And they don't see him. And also terrible cops. Another dark day for Aaron's police station. Mm. Why wouldn't the cops look inside the bins? No, because they don't want to get dirty. Yeah, true. <laughs> if you can't see it straight away, you just pretend. <laughs> So they didn't even shake it. If they shook the bin, they would have heard someone make a noise inside. Yeah, he would have gone, no, don't. So they're back at the cop shop. They've got no lighting. Yeah. 
That's that's the lighting how, is always off there. They had to sell their lights to pay for the surveillance cameras. Yeah. So he's in the interview room, D'Amato, and he lawyers up. He's like, oh, where's my lawyer? And I half expected Tim Collins to roll in, but he didn't. Very sad. So uh, Matt's all happy. They've got D'Amato and he wants to go celebrate with his little... Matt's not happy, Faya. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He's dead. Uh, Matt's Matt's an urn now. Ernie. So Big Brennan, I meant to say, is really happy that he's caught D'Amato. And he goes around to his little brother and he wants to celebrate, but doesn't know that his little brother is mm. in on the operation. Mm-hmm. So we thought he yelled at him a lot this week. He's going to yell at him a thousand times more next week. You know what? Sometimes I just wish that, like, people would just get away with shit and it never happens on yes. there. Like, you know, like, this could be, like, if, if it was the real world, yeah. this could be a wake-up call for little Brennan yes. and he might never do it again. Yeah. Right? But not on Neighbours. He's like, I just want to fix cars, not steal them. And you know what? Tomato's an idiot because don't get... The cop's brother don't get involved, the cop's brother. but he got a cop involved, so he goes. That's true, but don't get the. You're going to get caught more. He was on a good wicket. He's like, I've got the police on side. Yeah, it's a pity for him that Danny killed him, isn't it? <laughs> mm. All right, so we will leave the goons. They've got burgers to eat, and finally, we finish off the week with Georgia. Okay, we're going to get to the part that made me. Oh yeah, this made Vaya pretty upset. So when mad. I arrived here tonight, Vaya was really annoyed. I was like smashing crap, in and my I was house. like, "What? What happened in the ten? I don't understand." She came in halfway through the episode because we watched Friday's episode together, and I was like livid. I'm like, "CJ, get in here! You will never believe what's happened." Okay, so George is talking, and finally, George has cornered Toadie, her cousin. Yeah, for legal advice, mm. and I think great. She's going to tell him. Well, Toadie's back. Yeah, yeah. So you know, she's going to tell him about the sexual harassment issue at work with Dr. Dick. Mm. No, she wants to Toadie's help to get her unsuspended Yeah, from work to prove that she didn't post the Facebook status about Gina Reinhardt. Yeah. So Toadie's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Okay, fine. I She's like, prob- I just got back from leave. I've really got a lot of cases to catch up on. Like, like there's people that need wills. Like Imogen's been down a well. All my paperwork's backed up. Yeah. And, and also on the count of the wills, like he's probably going to read the dad cop's will. Me True. and my husband were wondering, you know what? Dad's prob- dad cop's probably got some good insurance. Oh, yeah. So Lauren's out of trouble. So that's so that, great. that's the house paid off. Yeah. Maybe she could go on a little cruise herself. She could. She might run into Kyle's mum. <laughs> There's Teray just planned backfiring. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Toadie says, look, I probably shouldn't represent you. Mm-hmm. But okay, fine. Your family. Yeah. He, uh, by the way, this is the first time Toadie has ever suggested that there could be a conflict of interest. <laughs> like normally he's like, I've got no problem prosecuting my cousin. Yeah. No worries. So, but he's clearly, he's jet lagged. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's come back from America. So she's asked if he could at least go and speak to Carl. Mm. Carl's just landed as well. He's got off a plane from London. Mm. Shortest trip in the world. Mm. Yeah. But like you said, that, those Paris trips, they used to only be for four days. Which I guess, but and Carl's so cheap, he didn't want to tack any extra days no, on the end. No extra days. It's like Malcolm's about to have his baby. Or yeah, Ka- but he, he just popped in. He maybe, maybe did. Like Catherine was probably in labour. Yeah, but I was just thinking Carl could probably come in handy for that. Yeah, no, he's, he's like, got to go. I've already got my return flight. Yeah, plus I've only got one shirt, so please don't ruin it with all this birthing. <laughs> so they have Carl suss out Dr. Dick mm. and... Dr. Dick just slags off Georgia the whole time. Mm, mm. And at this point, Carl says to Dr. Dick, his fellow doctor, 
look, I know that you guys aren't getting along since she found out about that bet you made about her. Mm. And that was the bit that had my jaw on the floor. Mm. This doctor finds out that mm. another doctor in the hospital has been betting on it, shagging a nurse, mm. getting a nurse mm. into bed. It is the most inappropriate behaviour in a government building. It, well, yeah, we're going to assume it's not a private hospital. It's not a private hospital. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm actually concerned, though, that it isn't that uncommon. Okay. Maybe yes, it isn't. It probably is. It probably is common, mm. which is why I'm so outraged yeah, that right. they don't take this opportunity on neighbours to go, hey, if someone... If someone bets that they can hook up with you and and they're a, below you at work, that's harassment. In a professional setting, yeah. yeah, that's highly inappropriate Yeah, against all your ethics and something should be done about it and she needs to sue him. So not only does she not raise it with Toadie, but Carl... One of the other superiors at work knows about the bet and mm. doesn't raise it with and the Carl bosses. And did the job interviews, remember? So he's sort of on – he's on like some sort of clerical role yeah. as well as being a doctor, surgeon and everything at the hospital. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's just got to have another doctor there. Oh, they need to shut this hospital down because yeah. it is just a cesspool. But then – so the, they, they go back to the hospital. Oh, you're not going to let me rage about it anymore? That's fine. No. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just write a blog post. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> but, look, it, it's upsetting – but it, maybe it's the harsh reality okay, of fine. femininity yeah. in the workplace. Yeah. So, okay, fine. It was all about her not being able to own her public space, wasn't it? It was about that. But, yeah. And Carl, it could have been his opportunity to empower. Carl's a friend to women. He could have empowered the nurses. No. Yeah. Remember that time he stole George's pen? Now like, he's stolen her dignity. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's upsetting. I I understand why you're upset, yes. but I think we've got to move on. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll move on. Otherwise, I'll do another podcast about it. What were you going to say about? Um, so they go back to the hospital, and then the hospital are like, yeah, all right, fine, but you've got to quit. Yes. So they're trying to dig up dirt on yeah on Doctor Dick, and meanwhile, Toadie's like, all right, I've struck a deal. This suspension is not going to be on your permanent record. And she's like, great, great. Awesome. Thanks, Toadie. I'm really glad I got you involved. Yeah, He's like, but you got your home. Yeah. But you have to resign. <gasps> and there's no other hospital. Toadie's like, wiped his hands. Job done. And I'm going to bed. Yeah. But it was like, I'm really worried because George's throat doesn't work anymore. So she can't be a singer. No. And if she's not going to be a nurse, like nursing's her passion. She was going to go overseas and nurse. No, she's going to keep being a nurse because she wants to get to the bottom of this. She's going to find evidence that. Dr. Dick set her up. And I I often think it's quite funny because, you know, when um things happen in your life and they're, they're big, yeah. but then something bigger happens, like yeah. whether whether it's a death down the street mm-hmm. or whatever. And I feel like none of that has got into Georgia. There's no. Bigger, she is on this. Nothing has given her perspective. No, She's no. Like, or, or has it Nick, like Dr. Nick? None of this gave him any perspective oh, no. either. He had one piece of advice during the week. He told the Willises... If you have to start crying in the funeral, just put your tongue to the roof of your mouth. Yeah, and it's like, why can't they cry? Firstly, why can't they cry? Secondly, I feel like that's advice. That's like an old wives' tale. That's not. That doesn't um, sound like serious medical I'll, advice. I'll try it next time. Yeah, we, we're emotional women. We'll be crying <laughs> in about an hour. Like, there's a chance I'm about to get on a bus for 27 hours. Oh, gosh. So there's a chance. <laughs> and we end the week with... Paul and Naomi, Paul says to Naomi, thank you so much for looking after me all week with my vomiting fake cancer, phocemia. Yeah. You need to go take the rest of the day off. Go hang out with Brennan. You guys are cute. Go make up. Go do that. Yeah. She's like, all right. 
she's going to go do that. She shuts the door. Yeah. So hour of need, she's not there. Because then Paul goes and gives little Bouncer 2 a little cuddle and then he's looking at what he's going to do for the rest of his day and then he feels dizzy and, and he then goes, Whoa. collapse, yeah. bang on the ground. Yeah. Paul collapses. Because he's being poisoned yeah. inappropriately. But that's why. <laughs> And then that little dog's there just looking at him. And I don't know how that dog's going to get out of the penthouse to go and call for help. Oh, that dog <laughs> is going to shine. Like, this Labrador has been eating its whole life for this moment. Like, it is ready. Like, it's going to go over to the lift and press the button and then go down somehow. Tell to rage. Tell to rage. Rage might be available. She might not. Who knows? Yeah. She's, <laughs> and, well, she's going to be there because she's going to have to be working overtime to get the cruise division set up of Lassiter's. <laughs> she, hasn't even, she hasn't even told Paul she's about like, the cruise crap. division. Going to need a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Clive Palmer, is he still doing Titanic yeah. too? <laughs> yeah, that dog's going to save the day. Which is really sad for Bossy because she's usually the one to save the day. No, I know, but do we We don't know what gender this dog is. Like I think whether she's a girl. Can, okay, so they can't hook up. Well, they can. They can. What am I thinking? Yeah, they can. We're, they can be gay. Look, I'm all for dogs expressing their yeah. sexual identity. I had a cat once that I was pretty like he was dissexed and he wasn't, yeah. um, you know. But I, I'm pretty sure he was gay. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's where we leave it. So we don't know how Paul's going to get help, but we assume the dog's yeah. going to fix this. And next week, the kids come back from Mount Isa. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, and Bailey's got some serious and Bailey does feelings. Like, You're not my real dad to Daniel. No, like I mean, clearly that's <laughs> that's fine. right. Yeah. Daniel's gonna have Bailey's having a go at Daniel. I can't yeah. wait for that. Yeah, and you know what? Anyone that has a go at Daniel, I'm all winner. for it. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So that's that. Tell me about some tweets. Yeah, t- tweets of the week because I forgot to do them last week and then I felt bad. No. Oh. <laughs> um, this is a very good point from uh, Kenny Young mm. on Twitter. Can't Paul afford a private hospital? Yeah. Yeah, he could have got one of those beds. Like when my grandpa was sick, we got a bed. Yeah. Like a whole thing, you know? And he didn't even do that. The man lives in a penthouse forever. Yeah. He can afford a private wing if he wants Yeah, one. like he could go to a private hospital or he could make a hospital, which yeah. he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not getting built fast no. enough. And then we have Mr. Chiswick, our friend from the UK. Oh, yeah. Sonia's going to come back to a very overgrown nursery when she gets back. <laughs> no one has been working there. <laughs> Nate hasn't been there for weeks. This is Toadie's tax hole. <laughs> Correct. Uh, that could have that would have been a lovely setting for the wake, the oh, nursery. That would have been. They could have had juices. <laughs> that would have been great. Damata wouldn't have even bothered to show up. No, he wouldn't have known where the nursery was. No. Yeah, a lot of talk about the urn, Mister Gilmore. Would Matt's ashes need to be checked in as luggage? I wouldn't want it as carry on. <laughs> No, I look. If someone could tweet us and tell us what what actually happens, because I'm gathering that people have to fly with an urn a lot. Well, we can Google this. We're being very lazy. We are. I don't know if I. I need someone. I don't know. I'm wondering what search terms I have to put in. Yeah, it's, yeah, can can be a bit tricky. Yeah. And finally, okay, Kenny Young again. Say what you want about Naomi, but she at least stays at her workplace instead of constantly leaving on a whim. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. She's finally come good. Yeah. She's been working her ass off at the festival yeah. on she, her own. It was time for her to have a week off, really. But she's gone straight to the daily grind and she's being the best assistant she can be. You know what? And she's a great assistant. Yeah. Like when she was at Toadies, like she's a great assistant. She's really good at that because she's a great supporting cast member she watched to De- life. She watched Devil Wears Prada and went, that yeah. is exactly what I'm going to be. Because she's super organised, so she's really great at that. Yeah. And, she's, and she can whip anything into shape, you know? 
Yeah, I, w- I would hire her. Yeah, if I was in the market for an assistant, I, I probably couldn't afford it. So everyone, <laughs> call it Nan, back off, yeah. let your daughter do her job. Yeah, it's like there's fine. nothing to make Brennan look more unattractive than your mum pushing him on you. <laughs> That's it. We didn't think it could be possible. <laughs> she, Sheila has made it possible. Yeah. So that's that. That's another week. And I need you to email neighbourspod at gmail.com if you'd like to win the album, the Neighbours CD, and just tell us that you want to win it. Give us your details and I'll pick someone in two podcasts time. Yay. Okay, cool. So next time I'm here. So just email Vaya. Yes. And say I want to win it. And I've pretty only, simple. We've only got a couple of weeks left before we take a little hiatus. Oh, wow. I'm going away for a week. <gasps> and That's exciting. And I'm going away for one week and... You just sometimes you just need neighbors breaks in your life. Uh, you know what I'm looking forward to? For, that you're going to have to binge it. No, you're not going to do it. I don't know. Maybe. I think you should. It's pretty fun. It's very confusing. It's kind of like being in a haze. I think I might wind up in a psych ward if I binge watched <laughs> six weeks worth of neighbors. Like, but like you, you watch it and you're like, Jesus. A lot of stuff happens in this street. <laughs> but I do like to just have a massive gap and then jo- and then jump on. Yeah, and you then, have to find out stuff. Yeah, yeah. join the dots. I um I times I've gone to America for a month and then I've watched all of the neighbors in like one day. <laughs> and it's depressing. Yeah, that's, like that's a hard day. Four people die. That is a hard day. <laughs> yeah. Four people die, there's a divorce, an affair, and like maybe um, you know, a kid finds out they got cancer. Like and, and then in the long. middle and then in the middle the dog might steal some washing off the line and that's all your light relief. Yeah, and, and to a certain point you start fast forwarding the C yeah. storylines because you don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, so that's yeah, a big week. couple of weeks left. Thank you for joining the chats with us at Neighbours Pod on Twitter, facebook.com slash Neighbours Podcast. And thank you for leaving iTunes reviews. They're our favourite ever. Oh, and so we have a Beamly question for this oh, week. okay, cool. Go to Beamly.com, the social and content network for TV. There's a Neighbours show page. We mm-hmm. hang out there. Mm-hmm. See, you can see both of us there. CJ's often there having chats just <laughs> with whoever's around. I would like to know what is a better name for Bouncer 2? Oh, yeah, great. I, I think, look, and we could get these over to Erinsborough because yes. they need a better name. A better name than B2. Yeah. So hit us up with your suggestions, Beamly.com. We want to know. I'm going to put it out there. The first one's honey. And if you agree with me, go with that. Yeah. <laughs> or they just put your own down. That's yeah. all good. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. We'll catch you next time. See you later. Congrats.